Welcome to Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience. A 40-something genderqueer person shares their observations, life stories, and the adventures of their journey through transition and beyond. And now, here's your host, the creator of it all, Charlie Sabrina Miller. Hey, hello, hello. Welcome back to another great episode of Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. I am the host. Yes, I am. And right now we're going to listen to that band. Yeah. Oh, they get better every week. I love them. I love them so very much. Thanks, guys, for being on the show. I really appreciate it. This week we have Stays in Vegas. I've coughed up scarier stuff than that. (laughs) You know, how could that not be a band name is the question I have. How could that not be a band name yet? I mean, maybe it is for some small band that's on the rise. I don't know yet. But if not... Hey, somebody can take it and give me credit for the name. I don't care about that. So stays in Vegas. Thanks for being here this week. Well, welcome aboard, everybody. How you doing this week? Uh, As the title says, 99 bottles of beer on the wall. And I'm going to be honest, the only reason I decided to call this episode that is because it's episode 99. You know, it, it almost beckoned and hearkened to be called that title so (laughs) it really doesn't have too much to do with the main topic well kind of but not really we'll get to that in a little bit we also have another one of the 20 jokes so terrible they're actually funny this week we're on number 13 hey we're getting down to the wire folks if you've got a countdown list that you want me to go over send it to me changes in latitudes podcast at gmail.com then over on the b side uh since uh since the title of the episode has some alcohol in it you might say i figured i'm going to share one of those stories uh one of i don't have very many i only have like a small handful not even not even a handful i think there's maybe three if i really think hard okay maybe four all right fine five (laughs) but those stories that start with i was so drunk when So I'm going to share one of those stories with you. And, of course, we have listener feedback. How could we not have that? And hello, welcome new listeners. If this is your first episode that you decided to download and listen to, welcome aboard this crazy train ride, plane ride, sleigh ride, bike ride, I don't know, choose your own poison there, (laughs) of a podcast that I call... Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. It's stream of consciousness. I hit the record button, and I just start talking, and then I edit it together to make it a little more fluid, you might say. So if this is your first episode, I highly encourage you to listen all the way through to get an understanding of what kind of craziness goes on here. Okay? Okay. And with that, I want to say welcome back, returning listeners. Welcome back, my binge listeners. There's sporadic listeners, or however you listen, if you've heard at least one episode before you are now a returning listener and i love you for coming back so welcome back my friends now before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode let's talk a little bit about well due to editing scheduling we're going to talk about the last two episodes number 97 growing older but not up um 
I shared a little bit about what it's like having a birthday in the summertime. Just my thoughts and experiences of of that as I grew up as a kid and then later in life. So that's why I titled the show Growing Older But Not Up. And then I also shared a couple songs over on the B-side that I hope you enjoyed. They kind of made sense to the title and the topic of the show, so I hope you enjoyed those. Then in episode 98, Why So Sensitive? This was one of the heavier episodes, I guess. I realized that as I was editing it together. In that episode, I talked about how some trans people seem to be quote-unquote overly sensitive to either specific topics or situations or people or, or things like that. And then I pondered the why behind it. You know, I really tried to go all the way around in understanding why some people might be that way. And I pondered a lot of things, so I highly suggest you go back and listen to it. But one of the big things that I kind of stuck to was, could it be because trans people are hyper-observant? I mean, we're, we're constantly looking at ourselves to see if we pass or, you know, if we're still in the closet, can anybody tell that we're trans, you know, or even if we are out and proud, you know, and we're trying to be stealth or at least stealth in a certain situation, you know, or can anybody see that I'm trans? Is my trans showing, you know? Um, did I, and if you are in the closet, like I mentioned, you know, maybe you left some makeup on from the time before, you know, last night or whatever. Obviously, that's more for trans women or trans men that like to wear makeup. But then, you know, sometimes you just don't, doesn't matter. But anyway, that's one of some of the stuff that I pondered there. And it came down to maybe it would be a form of reverse male privilege in that adjustment period. You know, either that gaining for, you know, trans men, you gain male privilege, which you're not expecting. And for trans women, you kind of lose, quote unquote, lose that that male privilege. And so, you know, could that also be part of the adjustment in transitioning and and why we are so sensitive to things? So go back and listen to episode 98. You can find that and all past episodes at changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher, which is probably where you're listening to us now. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Join us over on Facebook, facebook.com slash Changes in Latitudes podcast. I post a lot of stuff. Well, not a lot of stuff. Depends on my mood. Depends on what else is going on in my life. Either I'll post a lot of stuff or I'll post a few things here and there. But I'm pretty constant on that. And send me messages because I'd get back to you. And well, within a 24 hour period, I try to get back to you as fast as I possibly could. Of course, you could always email me at changes in latitudes podcast at gmail.com. If you so choose, you could follow me on Twitter at CIL podcast. And why don't you cruise on over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash changes in latitudes podcast. And I got some news for my patrons and anybody that wants to become a patron over on Patreon starting next episode. That's right. Next episode, episode 100. I'm going to start throwing out some exclusive clips specifically recorded for and released on patreon the only place you'll ever hear it is on patreon so consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash changes in latitudes podcast for some very exclusive content starting next episode and i'll talk more about it when we get there next week this episode is brought to us by our patron the lovely the wonderful joyce b joyce thank you so much for being there Thank you so much for being part of Patreon. It warms my heart knowing that you're there. So thank you very much. 
All right, enough of the housekeeping. Let's get into the main topic. Right, main topic, 99 bottles of beer on the wall. You know, I was trying to figure out titles, and as I was, I wrote down, you know, Epi 99 on my little spreadsheet that I have, and wham, bam, in in my ear came the song, and I went, shit, that's a great title, we'll do that. Okay, 99 bottles of beer on the wall, because, you know, when else am I going to do that? When else am I going to have a chance to do that? Only really on episode 99 will it make sense, Okay. So as a very special treat this episode, I've sent one of my frequent voice guests, Groucho Marx, to a local bar where they are going to hold a drinking and singing competition brouhaha, I'm not entirely sure, as to who can actually handle drinking and passing around 99 bottles of beer. Believe me, I couldn't believe it when I heard it, but I said, okay, Groucho, go. And I think he's uh, about set up, so let's check in. Uh, Groucho. Uh, are you there? Can you uh, can you hear me? Yes, hello. Hi there, Charlie. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can, loud and clear. Oh, that's great. Just great. Well, I'm here at the... Uh, where the hell am I? Hey, barkeep, where am I? The 99 Beer Bottle Bar. Seriously? You named the bar after the song? That's right. Well, okay then. I just wanted to be sure... Well, Charlie, I'm at the 99 Beer Bottle Bar. Try to say that ten times fast. On second thought, don't. And what they've done here is they've actually lined up 99 bottles of beer on the walls. Full bottles of beer. And in just a few minutes, the crowd here is going to join in and start singing that ever-popular tune, 99 Bottles of Beer on the Wall. Well, that's just fantastic to hear. Yes, it is fantastic. And if I wasn't here, I'd never believe it. Well, I'm glad you are there. Well, me too, Charlie. Really? No, actually, I'd rather be home in bed. And I'll tell you with whom as soon as I remember her name. Well, I can't argue with that. Well, Groucho, we're going to get going back to the rest of the regular episode for now, but as soon as they start singing, be sure to check back in with me over here, okay? Will do, Charlie. Now back to you. I've always wanted to say that. Now, long-time listeners are going to know this, and, and if you don't, you're going to find out now, because that's just how this show is going. Uh, <laughs> my, you know, falling asleep habits, because I have a hard time trying to fall asleep. I'm not one of those people that puts their head on the pillow and bam, I'm out. I, I have to be truly, really exhausted. I mean, exhausted to reach that, or very drunk. <laughs> to reach that point of just lying down and essentially passing out. I, I, I hardly ever get that way. My brain just goes. So I, I, I either read something uh, to try to fall asleep. Uh, it, that's a hit or miss because sometimes I, I don't want the light on. Sometimes I, there's just nothing there to read. Sometimes I just don't want to read on my phone. Uh, and the thing that I kind of gravitate towards, because I can kind of turn my brain off and just kind of let it zone out into the noise that's being made, is watching Netflix. And uh, I, I, I don't jump around on Netflix a lot. You know, I, I kind of watch a series. I binge on a series top to bottom, you know, as many episodes as they have. And then, you know, move on to something else at that point. Usually go back and check out whatever shows have new episodes available. And that's how I kind of jump around Netflix. Well, right now, I am on the watching binge of the show NCIS. 
Yes, I know. It took me a very long time to get to it. If I remember correctly, it started in like 2002 or 2003. And uh, right now I'm on episode, I think it's season eight, episode six. I don't have it right in front of me right now. But it's, I, ju- I remember getting to the end of season seven. So I know I'm in season eight. And I've only watched a few episodes since I ended season seven. And I have to say, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, there, yes, the the older the show gets, now that it's in its eighth season, some of the you know reoccurring jokes and storylines are getting a little old. But you know, I still enjoy it. I, I've I've really found myself enjoying the characters, the the people that they are, the the, the personas that they are. And uh, in overall, even though there are some situations that they get themselves into where you just kind of shake your head and go, "Really, who, who wrote this?" Or you think, will this pay off later in the series? Anyway, uh, that's just one of the things that kind of popped into my mind with episode 99, because I am well over 99 episodes on that damn thing. I don't know uh, how many, but, you know, you figure there's 20-some-odd episodes each season. So, you know, after season four, definitely after season five, you're well into 100 episodes. So... Yeah, <laughs> I'm well over 99 episodes on that. But if you are a fan of NCIS, send me an email, changesinlatitudespodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you think about it, what you thought about the, the storyline and the arc and everything. And, you know, we'll have a conversation that way. Maybe I'll read it on the air if you'd let me. If not, I won't read it on the air. Also, something I pondered, this is the last episode with only two digits. Which to me is strange because I've been using the leading zeros on all shows from one until now. So they've all said, you know, like episode one, zero, zero, one, and this one is zero, nine, nine. Yes, longtime listeners and those that are very observant will notice that there are some episodes in the 70s where I forgot to include that leading zero. And I just didn't want to take the time to go back and adjust it because it's not that important. <laughs> I, I'm not that anal on, on my stuff. So, <laughs> so, so I'm no longer going to need that leading zero starting next episode. It's going to be one zero zero. And, you know, yes, there's the argument. I could put the leading zero in front of the one because, you know, eventually I'll, you know, hopefully get to episode a thousand. You know, I mean, hey, that's way out there, way out there. I'm not even sure if there are there are podcasts that have gotten to a thousand episodes yet i mean maybe stuff on the uh, how stuff works network because they don't number their episodes and they publish twice a week for most of their shows so that's pretty easy to get to a hundred uh let's think do a year of podcasting and you're at a hundred so yeah i'm sure they are way over a thousand and being that this is the 99th episode you know, I I have to reflect back to oh almost two years ago. Now uh, October will be two years. This is this is August, so we're coming up on two years. I when I first sat down and structured this thing together, and you know, turned the mic on and spoke those first few words way back when. Um, I you know I had hoped and dreamed of getting to episode ninety nine. Um. It, it wasn't something quick on my list because I break my spreadsheets down by year. So the first year, you know, was from October to December. So that went really quick. And then by the end of the second year, 2015, when I laid out all those episodes, it was only at 66. So, so even, 
even in working in the first full year and a little bit more, if you count the October to December time on the show, I, I never got, I never thought of 99. Not until, you know, about a year ago, maybe a little later in the year, somewhere between, you know, October and December, I started putting the next year's, you know, spreadsheet together, which is this year's spreadsheet, if you follow along, if you're playing along well at home. And 99 popped up on that, obviously, because here we are. And when 99 and 100 popped up on that spreadsheet, it just kind of, a light bulb went off in my head. I was like, wow, shit. I'm going to get to triple digits by the end of this year, next year, you know, whenever it was. And I just kind of paused there for a moment. I didn't really move on in my thought process. I just stopped and looked at the spreadsheet and said, wow, that's, that's a lot. I, I, and when I first saw it, I said, I hope I get there. Because I'll be honest, there was a point uh, probably late last year when I thought about going to you know, every other week, making it two episodes a month and making them probably a little bit longer, add in another segment or two or something. I don't know. I was, I was pondering with my format. Wow, that could be taken in a dirty way. <laughs> I was pondering my format. Sorry, tangent, brain, brain sexual fart right there, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> the stream of consciousness, folks. You never know what you're going to get. Anyway, uh, I, as I was saying, I was staring at the numbers 99 and 100 thinking, wow, am I going to get there? Am I going to be able to keep up this weekly, weekly process? You know, am I going to switch to bi-weekly and will it push off episode you know, 99 and 100 even more? I don't know. This is, this is strange. I got I to gotta think about this. And so I thought about it. And in my thinking about it, I kept making it weekly episodes. And so I just kept at it. And now here we are. And I am glad that I kept it weekly. I, I have such a blast uh, putting new show ideas together, hearing listener feedback from everyone, getting new topic ideas from those people, interacting on the Facebook, interacting on Twitter, uh, interacting on Patreon. I mean, it is just a wonderful, wonderful show process is what I can say. And no matter what, yes, I am the one, the solo person that puts this all together. But you're the listener, you're the audience, you're the other half of this show. Well, any show, any podcast, you're part of it. When you take time to listen, when you take time to, you know, uh, give a review on iTunes or Stitcher or some other website that does podcast uh, reviews, you're participating. And so you're part of it. And I love that. Oh, that's Groucho checking back in with us. Let's see what he has to say. Groucho, how's everything going? Well, as you know, I'm at the 99 Beer Bottle Bar, where they're just about ready to start their crazy stunt of actually taking 99 bottles of beer off the wall and passing them around. Well, how soon will they start? Well, they're lining up right now, and the bartender is up on the ladder about ready to get the first of the 99 bottles. Awesome. I can't wait. Okay, here we go. The bartender is motioning to the crowd to start. All right, everybody, here we go. 99 bottles of beer on the wall, 99 bottles of beer. Take one down, pass it around, 98 bottles of beer on the wall. 98 bottles of beer on the wall, 98 bottles of beer. Take one down, pass it around, 97 bottles of beer on the wall. 97 bottles of beer on the wall, 97 bottles of beer. 
take one down, pass it around. Ninety-six bottles of beer on the wall. Ninety-six bottles of beer on the wall. Ninety-six bottles of beer. Wow, take it really sounds down, like a party there. Around, Can you describe what's happening, Groucho? Sure thing. Well, the barkeep is taking a bottle down and handing it to the closest person, who then takes a sip and passes it along to the next person. It's pretty simple. And when that bottle's empty, the next person in line comes to the front of the line. Well, that sounds fair to me. And it certainly appears to be that way. Well, we're going to let you go. We're going to check back in with you later, okay? All right, Charlie. Sounds good to me. Ninety-three bottles of beer. Take one down. Pass it around. Ninety-two bottles of beer on the wall. So, uh, since we're still in the ninety-nine main topic part of the show, here are some just random bits of information in regards to the number ninety-nine, as it you know relates to me. Why I feel the number ninety-nine is poignant to me. Uh, many, many moons ago, when I had the uh, lovely position of a store manager of a retail coffee store, uh, no, it was not Starbucks. <laughs> it was not that one. It was one of their big competitors, though. And I enjoyed the job for having it, but by the end of the time that I was there, I got burnt. I was done. And so I'm glad I got out when I did, and I had fun while it lasted. I'm going to say that much. Um, but I had the wonderful opportunity of opening up a brand new store in a brand new market. Uh, at the time, there's only one store in the city, and the company wanted to expand, and so they hired and brought on a team of people in, in the San Diego area, because it's the San Diego market we're talking about, and I was one of those lucky people that was hired on to open and manage a brand new store. And it was, it was a great experience because I got to see the specific location of the store, you know, when it was a gutted storefront. There was absolutely nothing in it, just the concrete slab and some holes where some plumbing were, was. And I got to watch it be built from the ground up. I could, you know, I stopped by once, maybe twice a week when the building actually started got some pictures in the process of it and it was just a wonderful excellent experience in seeing this this store come to life i also had the wonderful opportunity of interviewing hiring and training the entire staff which was about 20 people i think maybe it was 18 or 21 or something like that and of course you know in the first few months you always lose a few people so i think the core by the first six months, the core dropped down to about 10 people. And yes, more were hired on, and that's just the process of retail. But if you know anything, you know that. And so the team and I, and that's what we became. We became a really close-knit team. And we got that store up on its feet and had a great first year. And uh, I was only there for the first year because then the uh, the company moved me to a different store that actually happened to be a little closer to home so that worked out a little nicer for me i missed the store the store was was you know it was kind of like a child you know you see it grow up and you know and you're from the ground up and you build it up and you get the clientele and this and that and the other thing and then you know you leave <laughs> or in the case of a child it leaves so you know so there was that bittersweet goodbye as i moved on with the company and the number of that store was number 99. So that's one of the main reasons why 99 
uh, means a lot to me. Uh, there are some other reasons that I'm not going to get into because they're not that poignant, but there are a few more. Well, since we're just about at the end of the main topic for this week's episode, let's check back in with Groucho and see just where they are. Groucho, are you there? 82 bottles of beer on the wall, 82 bottles of beer. Take one down, pass it around, 81 bottles of beer on the wall. 81 bottles of beer on the wall, 81 bottles of beer. Take one down, pass it around, 80 bottles of beer on the wall. 80 bottles of beer on the wall, 80 bottles of beer. Take one down, pass it around, 79 bottles well, of beer. I know on you're the there, wall. I can hear you. Can you hear me? 79 bottles of beer on the wall, 79 bottles of beer. Oh, hi, yes, Charlie, I can hear you now. Uh, as you can tell, we're all having a dandy time here now that we were on number 78. Well, it does sound like everyone is enjoying themselves. Even you seem to be enjoying yourself. Well, yes, actually I am. And you didn't want to go. Well, now that I see all these lovely people, one can't help but have a good time. That's true, I suppose. Well, Charlie, I'm going to get back to those bottles of beer now, and why don't you check on me later? All right, Groucho, will do. Well, now that things seem to be picking up, he's having a good time. (laughs) And I'm glad to hear that. And now let's hear from Tom Slayton. When you need a professional who specializes in writing, photography, or web design, contact Tom Slayton. At Tom's website, TomSlayton.com, you'll find brilliant WordPress themes, discounts and links for fantastic online services, and sage wisdom from the master himself, Tom Slayton. TomSlayton.com even features a wonderful eclectic collection of photographs seldom seen elsewhere. Visit TomSlayton.com. That's T-O-M-S-L-A-T-I-N.com. Uh, Tom Slayton, TomSlayton.com. What a guy. I love him. He's such a sweetheart. This week we're looking at TomSlayton.com forward slash step up and take a seat. Uh, this is another one of his pictures, as I've mentioned so many times before. And this one, the thumbnail caught my eye once again, because that's how you usually see him on, on a photo website. And I, it would look like this odd thing in the, in the thumbnail. I couldn't quite figure it out. And I said, step up and take a seat. What the hell is that? Clicked on it and up popped the picture. And the reason I want to talk about it is because it reminds me of something I had in my family. It is kind of like a high chair or a bar chair, one of those tall chairs with a back that would be at like a a bar or a breakfast counter or something like that, one of those sorts of stools, except this has a back to it and it's made out of metal. And I'm sure a number of my followers and listeners and fans and friends know exactly what I'm talking about. In fact, you may have even had one yourself because inside this chair is a stepladder sort of gizmo that swings outward and creates three steps up you have the bottom step and the second step which pull out from underneath this chair and then the third step is the seat of the chair and then then the back of the chair is there just as because you know you need a little bit of balance for that height and so you can get up to you know your top shelves in your kitchen cabinet or something. I mean, it's meant as a breakfast chair or something like that, but it's also meant as a step stool. And I don't remember when they were popular. I think the 60s, 70s is uh, is what's coming to my mind because we had one in the late 70s, early 80s, and it had been around for a while. It wasn't new, <laughs> okay? And I don't think I've ever seen these in the store. They're just antiques now. And it's just, he just has it sitting there, and on this on the stool part of the chair is uh, some tools like a rasp or a file 
And I mean, it looks like it's like this is in a shop of some sort. And then there's a box of something on top of the tools. I can't really tell what what that is. But it's obviously a work stool chair now. And I personally love it because it just brings back so many memories of me having to use it to get to the top shelf of the pantry to get, I don't know, whatever snack or item somebody requested or something. I, don't, I just remember using it a lot as a kid. And so that's why I'm sharing TomSlayton.com forward slash step up and take a seat this week. And folks, this is how cool Tom Slayton is. From now until the end of 2016, so from August 12th until December 31st, 2016, if you email Tom at TomSlayton.com, you will receive TomSlayton.com stickers for free. All you have to do is email your snail mail address to Tom at TomSlayton.com with the subject, stickers. Now, this offer is only good in the United States of America. No purchase is necessary. And like I said, offer is good until the end of 2016 or until supplies last, of course, you know, because that's what happens in things like this. But folks, I have some of these stickers and I've handed them out to people around town. So for a free Tom Slayton sticker, send your snail mail address to Tom at TomSlayton.com today and tell him Charlie sent you. jokes so terrible they're actually funny now i got this from tickle.com which was published in june of 2015 this week number 13 i went to a seafood dance club last week and I pulled a muscle. That's right, 20 jokes so terrible, they're actually funny. over on the b-side let me just say folks i am so happy that you chose this name for this segment i truly enjoy this name i'm having so much fun coming up with topics and things to do for this for this segment and as i mentioned earlier in the show i'm going to share one of those i was so drunk when stories only because we have a title of 99 bottles of beer groucho is off at a bar in fact let's check in with groucho right now 57 bottles of beer on the wall, 57 bottles of beer. Well, hello, Charlie. Wow, are you already in the 50s? That's impressive. Charlie, don't you know that I am from the 50s? Actually, I was born in 1890, so I go way back. Yes, I know, Groucho. I was referring to the count in the song, the bottles of beer. All right, of course. Well, they just reached the 55th bottle, and they're still going strong. Wow, I'm impressed that nobody has just quit. It's beer. Why would anybody quit? Again, that's true. By the way, what type of beer is it? 
Would you believe in honor of me they're using Pap's Blue Ribbon beer? To honor you? Yes, to honor me. Well, it's not that big of a surprise at all. They used to sponsor You Bet Your Life when it was on the radio. You just said the secret word. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Groucho, maybe you can get them to sponsor this show. Well, that would be great if they could. Hey, it couldn't hurt to ask. I'll get on that when this whole debacle is over. Sounds good. Well, Groucho, I'm going to let you go, get back to what you're doing, and we'll check in with you later. Unless, of course, they reach the final ten, then you call me ASAP, okay? Fair enough, Charlie. Fair enough. So, one of those stories that starts off with, I was so drunk when... Uh, And I'm sure we all have a story like that, or most of us have a story like that. I mean, maybe not everybody that's listening to the show, but most people do, because that's just human nature. Uh, And this story was in my mid-20s, early to mid-20s, so it makes perfect sense that it starts off with, I was so drunk when, and I I don't remember the, the exact circumstances. I do remember not uh not being in a very good mood something had happened and i know there's the argument don't drink when you're upset okay yeah i get it but i was in my early 20s i think i was 22 or 23 and maybe even late 21 to be honest and I, whatever it was i just i really wanted to get hammered i mean again i think most people have had a time like that and i don't know why i chose vodka but I did, probably because everybody said, oh, drink vodka, it's, you know, no taste, there's no flavor, it's straight, blah, 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 blah. And I went, all right, fine. And so picked up a, not a, not a huge bottle, not a small bottle, maybe a, maybe a fifth of not expensive, but not cheap vodka, but somewhere in the middle ground. I don't remember which kind, because <laughs> it was so long ago. But uh, I, I didn't really, I, I just wanted to get so buzzed and hammered that I didn't really want to mix it with anything. Also, I don't think I had the extra cash for orange juice or something like that, or we ran out of orange juice, or so, I don't know. Uh, but nonetheless, I ended up drinking straight vodka. And the, the, the friend's home that I was in, see, I, I didn't, wasn't out drinking in a bar because I, I, I know better. I was at a friend's house where I had planned on crashing, no driving involved, uh, had uh, little tiny, what, they, what most people know as rocks glasses. They're short. They're probably about three inches tall, maybe two and change inches across in diameter. Usually the bottom is a little thick and heavy, and it's meant to have ice put into it and then the beverage poured over the ice, hence a rocks glass. And uh, she just handed that one to me, and, oh, can I get a glass? Handed that to me. And I really realized after taking the first sip that uh, I wanted it cold. And I actually kind of knew I wanted it cold because in the past and still today, uh, I, I don't drink like I don't drink like that. But when I do choose to shoot liquor, because I usually just drink beer or some sort of mixed drink, you know, margarita, pina colada, Bloody Mary, things like that. Uh, but when I do choose to have a shooter, usually it is southern comfort that has been strained over ice because i like the cold and southern comfort's just i like the taste i know it's not for everyone but i like it and in fact i don't know why i didn't get southern comfort this particular time but i didn't it was vodka and maybe it was at my friend's house maybe that's all they had I, i i don't remember those details but nonetheless here i am with a rocks class oh 
about half full of ice maybe and vodka about three quarters full (laughs) in there as well and i'm sipping it and sipping it and i think i went through probably two or three glasses like that maybe four and somewhere in in the night and that's a good song (laughs) <laughs> sorry tangent in my brain uh the name of that song somewhere in the night i'm sure there's some of my listeners out there that may recognize it it's from quantum leap and it actually happened to be written and played by scott bacula in fact you know what for shits and giggles i'm gonna play it now
So that was somewhere in the night. And random tangent, I know, but that's how my brain works sometimes. Anyway, back to this drinking story. Uh, so I had about, like I said, about three or four of these, you know, rocks glasses full of, you know, ice and vodka. And somewhere in, somewhere in the night, as I said a moment ago, uh, I started having water. And I guess maybe the only clean glasses in my friend's house were these rocks glasses. So now I have a glass of water with ice and a glass of vodka with ice, both in rocks glasses. If you followed the story so far, you know the conundrum I'm in. <laughs> you know, one is one, the other is the other. One will hydrate you, the other will really get you intoxicated. And so that night ended, and I, I ended up being pretty hammered. I mean, not fall down drunk, I didn't throw up or anything like that. I just got, you know, feeling really nice where I wanted to be, forgot about whatever was bothering me at the time, enjoyed the company of the friends that I was at, and passed out on the floor, <laughs> or slept on the floor, or the couch, or wherever I ended up sleeping. You know, I was there. So the morning comes around, and we had all been drinking and having a good time, and yada, yada, yada. And so I remembered that I had two glasses, one with vodka, one with water. And they were still in my proximity. You know, I looked around, there they were, you know, probably next to my wallet and keys and things like that, too. And so I reached over and I picked up a glass because I didn't know which one was which because the ice had melted and I didn't, you know, how much water did I drink? How much vodka did I drink? What glass of vodka was I on? I don't know. So I reached over, picked up a glass, and it was about three quarters, maybe half full, somewhere right in there, and smelled it. And it didn't smell like anything, didn't smell like anything. And then I put my fingers in it, brought my fingers to my nose, didn't smell like anything. Put my fingers in my mouth, didn't taste like anything. So I thought it was water. And I was wrong. <laughs> I was dead wrong. And for me at that moment in time, straight vodka or slightly diluted vodka was not what I wanted to drink. Not at all. I mean, because you figure it's 8 or 9, maybe 10 in the morning. And it's for me, I'm not that type of drinker. Never have been. And so I got the first sip in my mouth, you know, like took the glass away from my mouth, swirling the liquid in my mouth. And that's when the vodka hit me. That's when the taste, the, the burning alcohol taste that vodka has hit me. I didn't swallow it. I just, it was right there. And I guess I had more vodka the night before than I probably really knew because it, that just not made me feel good. I got feeling very sick. Again, I didn't, you know, vomit or anything like that. Didn't reach that during this time, at least. And kind of just spit it right back into the glass, reached over to the other glass, which I now knew was obviously water, picked it up, but cautiously took a sip on the off chance that I had gotten two glasses of vodka last night, you know, to double-fisted. But lo and behold, that second glass was water, and I finished that water up and got some more water, and I think I drank mostly water that day. But there you go. There's one of those I was so drunk when stories. Also over here on the B-side, I want to mention some uh, poignant episodes, some standout episodes. Since we are in episode 99, I figured let's mention these episodes. 
I've mentioned them in the past as standout episodes, and if you haven't heard these episodes, I highly suggest you do go back and listen, because even I remembered the fact that they contain some pretty strong information. Okay, the first one is episode number three. If you're not familiar with the why there is a different band name every episode, go listen all the way through to episode number three. Uh, if you listen to me on a fairly regular basis and think, wow, this person can't speak straight, they get their words mixed up, and they, they, you know, the tongue gets in front of their eye teeth, they can't see what they're saying, well, go check out episode 45, because I explain growing up and living with dyslexia, at least for me. Then, if you're one of those sporadic listeners that bounces around a whole bunch of episodes all at once, you don't really pay attention to the episode number, you may want to go back and listen to episode 52. Because before episode 52, I was a self-proclaimed trans woman. After episode 52, I came out as a genderqueer fluid person, leaning more towards the femme side than the masculine side. So that's another good one to listen to is episode 52, where I come out as genderqueer, gender fluid. And then for shits and giggles, go ahead and listen to episode 67, which was the beginning of this year, 2016, because I recapped all those episodes in a greater detail than what I just did. So there are some episodes to go back and listen to if you haven't heard them yet. And that's all for this week over on the B-Side. Listener feedback's one of my favorite parts of the show. Yes, it is, folks, and I hope it's one of your favorites as well. This week, Christopher J. wrote me. And Christopher J., for those who like to play along at home, a few episodes back became a brand new patron. So thank you, Christopher J. Appreciate you being there for me. And Christopher J. is a non-transgender listener, a cisgender listener, and I have a great handful of those out there. I know I do because they write me. Most of them choose to remain anonymous, and I totally get that. I totally understand. Who are just looking for more information, some more insight from a transgender person. And I love the fact that you're there. I love all my listeners. You folks should know that by now. (laughs) What am I saying? You know that by now. Anyhow, Christopher J., uh, it, it wants to be a better ally and a better friend to someone that's close to him that is trans and has recently come out. And I gave him some some points and some places to go on the internet and some feedback, you might say, and he appreciated it. He wrote me back and appreciated it. And Christopher, I hope that is working for you. I hope my suggestions have worked in the positive way between you and your friend. Then, Christopher also responded to episode 96, which was the Hair and Makeup Revisited episode. I mentioned that there's a razor on a long stick, on a long handle. And he wrote me back saying, The back razor with a long arm worked really well for me. I bought one at a discount through Groupon. Brand name is Man Groomer Professional. So there you go, folks. If you have heard of those long-handled back razors and have been interested in finding one, there is feedback that it does work well and a place to go look for it from listener Christopher J. So, Christopher, thank you so much for, well, one, being a patron, two, listening to the show, three, sending in listener feedback, and 
being there for your friend. Well, let's check in on Groucho again and see where they're at. Groucho, are you there? Yes, Charlie, I'm here, and we just reached the 20s. Wow, they're moving right along, aren't they? Yes, they are. Well, I'll finish up this segment and then check back in with you real soon, okay? Don't wait too long. Oh, I won't. Well, all right, that's it for listener feedback, then. All right, there's the close of the show. There's the closing show music. We've reached the end. We've done it. We did it. I knew we could. I absolutely knew we could. All right, next episode, number 100, I'm going to call Holy Crap, I Made It. Just because it's episode 100. Oh, that must be Groucho with the final countdown. Charlie, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Great. Now, why don't we just join in on the final 10? Well, I'm ready when you are. 11 bottles of beer on the wall, 11 bottles of beer. Take one down, pass it around. 10 bottles of beer on the wall. 10 bottles of beer on the wall. 10 bottles of beer. Take one down, pass it around. 9 bottles of beer on the wall. Nine bottles of beer on the wall. Nine bottles of beer. Take one down, pass it around. Eight bottles of beer on the wall. Eight bottles of beer on the wall. Eight bottles of beer. Take one down, pass it around. Seven bottles of beer on the wall. Seven bottles of beer on the wall. Seven bottles of beer. Take one down, pass it around. Six bottles of beer on the wall. Six bottles of beer on the wall. Six bottles of beer. Take one down, pass it around. Five bottles of beer on the wall. Five bottles of beer on the wall. Five bottles of beer. Take one down, pass it around. Four bottles of beer on the wall. Four bottles of beer on the wall. Four bottles of beer. Take one down, pass it around. Three bottles of beer on the wall. Three bottles of beer on the wall. Three bottles of beer. Take one down, pass it around. Two bottles of beer on the wall. Two bottles of beer on the wall. Two bottles of beer. Take one down, pass it around. One bottle of beer on the wall. One bottle of beer on the wall. One bottle of beer. Take one down, pass it around. No more bottles of beer on the wall. Yeah, we did it, everybody. That's fantastic. Yay, they did it. We did it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Charlie, I want to thank you for this opportunity. You are most welcome, Groucho. I'm glad I could have done this for you. We'll have to do something like this again sometime soon. Only if we find someone else to edit it. Now that's a plan. Well, Groucho, I need to close out the show, and I'll see you around, okay? Charlie, don't you know by now that I'm always around? Yes. Yes, I do. Good night, Groucho. Good night, Charlie. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed the little bit with Groucho that would happen there. Just to let everyone know, all the sounds, except for maybe some sound effects, were me. Be sure to check out changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com. And while you're there, click on our Amazon link. 
It's on the right-hand side, about halfway down. That'll take you to your Amazon app if you're using a mobile device, or open up Amazon on a different tab where you can shop to your heart's content and pennies on the dollar come back to help out the show. Also consider joining Patreon because starting next episode, we're going to have some very exclusive segments only for Patreon. And now, as Jimmy Buffett says, if I couldn't laugh, I just would go insane. If we couldn't laugh, we just would go insane. If we weren't all crazy, we would go insane. Stay crazy, everyone. Take care of yourself and take care of somebody else. And I'll see you next week with episode 100. listening to Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. I'd love to hear from you, so let me know what you think or what you'd like to hear about by emailing me at changesinlatitudespodcast at gmail.com or by leaving a comment on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash changesinlatitudespodcast or at the website changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and please leave us reviews and star ratings. Now, wait for it. Here it comes. Disclaimer time! Disclaimer time! I am not a doctor nor a lawyer, and I certainly do not pretend to be one. I am a trans woman who began her transition later in life. I am here to discuss my life, so I take no responsibility for your decisions based on my personal thoughts and experiences. If you are thinking about transition or are questioning your gender identity, first, please know that you are not alone in your thoughts and questions. Second, please seek the advice of a qualified gender therapist or at the very least a local support group. If you're having difficulty finding a qualified professional in your area, I suggest reaching out to the closest LGBT center near you. And lastly, please remember, always question the source when researching information on the internet. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permission from the host. Copyright 2016 by me, Charlie Sabrina Miller. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, uh, I know it's after the show and this is kind of a thrown in thing at the end, but, but during the editing process of what you just heard, I said, you know, I wonder if there's a uh, 99 Bottles of Beer song on YouTube or just somewhere on the internet. And I found a couple on YouTube. One was like a mashup of the actual song, 99 Bottles of Beer, kind of what you just heard throughout this episode, all the way down to zero. But that was a 13-minute track, 13-minute song, and I said, I no, not going to play that one. But I did find something called The Ultimate Beer Song, 99 Beers by Zane Williams. Now, the song is catchy, but I highly suggest going to YouTube and searching out The Ultimate Beer Song, 99 Beers by Zane Williams and watching the videos. Fairly well done, put together with uh, matching the lyrics that you're about to hear. So as a bonus, enjoy The Ultimate Beer Song by Zane Williams. 
Well, on a day hot enough to make the devil cuss, I walked into a bar so thirsty I was spitting dust. Barkeep asked me what'll it be. I said, what you got? He said, well, let's see. We got Lone Star, PBR, Rolling Rock, Shinerbach, Moose, Drew, Odules, Heffenbison, Ziegenbach, Keystone, Coors Light, Coors, we got Red Stripe. Amstel, Amsterdam, and the Talkin', Michelob, Miller Lite, Guinness by the pint glass, Doppelbach, Lager, take his waller, cause it's going fast, Oatmeal, Stout, and a lot of line and Kugels, open up your wallet, no time to be frugal, there's 99 bottles of beer on the wall, 99 bottles of beer, take one down and pass it around, 98 bottles of beer on the wall. Say I was pretty impressed as he handed me an ice cold beer from a chest. Said not bad for a hole in the wall. Barkeep grin said that ain't all. We got Rio Grande River Rock Tecate with the twist top. Dose perils, dose keys, Foster if you're Aussie. Bud Light in the new Zane Williams koozie. A dozen wheat beers on tap if you choose. You got Heineken, Killians, Bats and Becks. Ice cold Corona with the limes in the necks. Yingling chilling with the old Milwaukee's best. Sam Adams and that ain't even half of the rest of them. 98 bottles of beer on the wall. 98 bottles of beer. Take one down and pass it around. 97 bottles of beer on the wall. Settled down with my favorite brew. I ordered me another, and before I knew, it was 2 a.m. and I was under a table being choked by a dude that smelled like a stable. And finally, I was able to throw him through the screen door, pick up my hat off the hardwood floor, get on back to the barkeep's daughter who was putting pop a top on the jukebox, dancing nonstop, and sipping on a beer that I bought her. We were drinking it like it was water. There were cowgirls everywhere wearing their pretty hair down to their dairy hair. And there were two more bottles of beer on the wall. Two more bottles of beer. We took one down and passed it around. One more bottle of beer on the wall. One more bottle of beer on the wall. Started on the Quare Bacardi Gold Margarita, straight tequila, Jim Beam, George Dickel. Then we wet her whistle with a single malt scotch, beach snaps in a jello shot. Captain Morgan, pour some more of them cider sliders, flying tigers. Dr. Pepper pulled the designated drivers. Ever clear, absolute, and amaretto. I don't remember much, but I knew if I got those 99 bottles of beer on the wall. 99 bottles of beer.
Welcome, welcome to your bet your life. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Unless you're a little old lady in Pasadena. That's the end of the show. And always remember this.